Shane Van Gisbergen is a busy man, and he's a busy man who loves to race. I remember asking Shane years ago about his race fitness and what he does as far as the gym, and he says, mate, I just want to race cars, and that's all he does when he's not racing in the supercar champs. In fact, this time, he went off to Le Mans. He's just come back. He finds himself back in Darwin after competing in the iconic 24-hour race, and we'll talk a wee bit about Darwin shortly in Hidden Valley. But first, Shane, welcome to the show, Le Mans 24 hours. That just must have been a boyhood dream come true to race in such a crazy event. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. It, um, it was pretty cool to get over there and finally do that race. I got co- um, got close a couple of times and 2020 was the closest and unfortunately COVID put paid for that. So anyway, got to go there this year and it was an awesome experience. Um, unfortunately, we weren't that competitive with car pace, but you know, we had a trouble-free free race and just drove around. And, yeah, I, I love the event. Like, the event was massive. Driving the track was cool. And then the pre-race activities with so many people, like the stands were packed. And then also, you know, the jets and they were dropping people down from the army helicopters and stuff. Like, it was really, really cool. So it was cool to cool to just be part of something I watch on TV every year and then, you know, get to drive in the race too. Yeah, and I suppose it's really hard to describe just the, the, the fans at an event like that because they've been away for a couple of years. From what I saw, absolutely jam-packed. It's, it's actually hard to reason how many people love this race and turn up for the whole 24 hours, huh? Yeah, and like I could see during the race, you know, there were so many campfires and you know, people party beside the track. You could see a concert going off on the infield. Like, it's <laughs> pretty awesome event. You know, a lot of people were there. As race fans, and then I guess there's a few party goers as well, and you know, seeing um, seeing all that happening and trying to take it all in as well as race at the same time, it was it was really cool. So, what struck you the most when you you finished racing over the 24 hours? Is there anything that stood out to you about that event that maybe you hadn't forecast or hadn't looked into, understood before, Shane? Um, really, how the race laid out. I guess it was there's no safety cars really; they just have full course yellows, so. When the race starts, you've got to go flat out the whole way because if you end up behind, you never have a chance to catch up because the safety cars don't help you. They sort of hurt you if you're falling behind. So, yeah, right from the start, we were told to push push flat out. And, it, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It's like a 24-hour sprint race. So as far as your time in the seat, though, did you roughly go thirds? Did you spend about eight hours in your Ferrari? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I think I just finished shy of eight hours. What we did was, what we call a double stint. So you had two 50-minute stints um, each time on the rotation, and then we got about you know just under four hours out of the car. So I'd try and nap and, and relax between each stint. So, yeah, we kept it kept it the same. All three drivers you know, did their two hours and then swapped over each time. So it was pretty cool. The, the difference between running around in, in your Holden and being in a, what was it, a 488 Ferrari? What, what was the setup yeah. like? What was it like driving? How different was it? Oh, very different. Starting from... You know, the firstly you got to jump on the other side of the car, so that's quite different. And then, um, you know, they got a lot more downforce than the motors in the rear, um, and just how they make their speed is different. So they got they only got 500 horsepower, 550 horsepower, but it's all in downforce. You know, they got good tire and good downforce, and that makes so much more speed than a supercar. So very different, and um, it took me a little bit to get my driving style around it, but not too bad. It's really impressive, Shane Van Gisbergen, isn't it, that they can keep these things on the road for 24 hours. When you consider how brittle and how frail engines are in general, this is a real testament uh, to, to the mechanics, to the pit crew, to, to everyone involved. It's quite astonishing when you think about it. Yeah, like, 
It's um, the, the pit stops, you know, the guys, every 50 minutes, you know, we're doing a pit stop. So the guys barely get time to rest. You know, once they're done, they stop. They try and come back in and sleep. But it's a tough it's a tough race for all the mechanics, you know. And it ends up being ends up being almost 40 hours for them, you know, because the race starts at, race starts at 4 p.m. and the uh, and um you know they're there in the morning ready to go getting the car ready so you know they've already been up been up for a long time before the race starts so it's a it's a very tough day for the team did you get any shut eye shane do you get a chance to have an hour's kip or is it just like you're full on the red bulls all the way through it <laughs> no i gotta sleep i can't stay up for 24 hours so <laughs> i learned that the hard way my last or my first 24 hour race sorry you know you gotta you gotta sleep otherwise you're gonna be wrecked at the end and um, you just have to trust your teammates and team, and then you can switch your brain off between stints. I remember the first race, I was just like wanting to know how we we're going all the time, trying to make sure I understood the strategy and stuff. But when you're in a race like that, you just got to turn off as soon as you get out of the car, turn off, have a drink, something to eat, and then try and sleep, you know, because it's, um, it's hard to keep the energy up for that whole race. And now you've got to retool and crack into the supercars. And it's been, what, a month, yep. I think, since you guys fired a shot in anger. You started having some really good racing in, in the three races uh, previously. You managed to pick up yep. uh, the one victory. I'm sure that sticks in your craw and you want to make that right come Darwin this weekend. How difficult it's going to be, do you think, to, to climb into this very different car? Um, oh, no, not only winning when you say it like that. Like The other races we got second in both of them. You know, so that was a pretty almost perfect weekend for me, points-wise. So um, yeah, I know I how competitive you are, Shane. I know how competitive you are. I mean, I was watching the races. You'd rather get the win, but it was good racing. Yeah, but in the last race, I settled for second, and um, you know, we got huge points for the weekend, and that's what we need to do to win championships. So, yeah, it would be good winning, but I just want to be in the top three, top five every race, and keep scoring points. So, um, winning's great, but. We need to focus on winning a championship. Yeah, and you're in the lead now. You've got a comfortable lead. I'm saying you had a couple of DNFs. That suddenly is not a comfortable lead. What What do you know about the the nature of the track? Because you're running softs, aren't you, over the weekend? Is that right? The way through the weekend? Yeah. So they've they've we're running the softs. I think they're super softs actually, and then they've put the tire pressures up uh, as a minimum of twenty. So yeah, they're a lot higher than they were. So it'll be be interesting to see what effect that has on the racing. I think they've tried to make it so you know the tyres go off and slide around a lot but I don't know we'll see if that's the that's the right thing this weekend and hopefully make good racing but Darwin is a, is a tough tough race like it's very hot very hot inside the cars and you know the races are normally you know if you're following someone stuck behind you just overheat so it's going to be very challenging. The track doesn't tear your tyres apart though does it? Well the fact that they're super soft and, and with the heat and the extra inflation maybe make it so they do uh, corrode a wee bit more, they do degrade a bit more? Yeah that's why they've done it You know, I think they blamed tyre safety for the increase in pressure but really they've done it to, they've just done it to try and make the tyres go off because the cars have so much more grip with the super soft they actually don't slide as much so they don't wear out because the tyre's too good it's quite funny how it works so I think they've tried to make the tyres overpressure and overheat to create some degradation. But let's see. I don't know what to expect. Um, nobody does. So we'll have to see. Aside uh, the heat, the actual track itself, do you enjoy driving? I think you picked up, did you pick up one or yeah. two wins last year in the same event? Yeah, yeah. It's just a shame this track is in such a average place. Like, I love this track, love the event, but it's so darn hot here. The track itself, I love driving. It's got the long straight, and then you work your way back 
to the other end of the track and it's twisty, technical, very hard to get it right every lap. So, yeah, I love I love actually driving here and being being out on circuit. It's normally normally a really good race event. Yeah. And as I said at the start, you still away from the gym. You still just rather race every off weekend instead. And that's the way you keep fit. <laughs> Nothing's changed. It's the best. It's the best training, mate. Is racing. You know that's what we do. Go, doing stuff in the gym doesn't really help you as a as a driver. But you know, doing doing uh, it racing every week. I think that's the best advantage I have. Hey, and on that note, um, we're off to next outside of the supercars. What's your next master plan? Actually, doing some rallies. So hopefully, do some in New Zealand soon. Um, not sure, not sure when when it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, love to do some rally soon. I'm working on a program in New Zealand. So hopefully have some news on that on that soon. Looking forward to it. Shane Van Gisbergen, series leader of the Repco Supercars and the Red Bull Ampol Racing ZB number 97. Thanks for your time, Shane. Great to see you enjoy yourself uh, over at the 24 Hour of Le Mans. Yes, I watched plenty of it and looking forward to seeing what I can do this weekend in Darwin. Thanks for your time. Awesome. Thanks, mate. Speak to you soon.